What up, people? It's your boy, the host with the most. I'm Chris Adam One. Welcome to another episode of I'm Chris Adam One Podcast, episode 14. How you living? I'm living swell. Uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. One thing I want to talk about is the snow. Apparently, in my city, as well as other cities out there, we're going to have a... we. Well, we're in effect of a winter weather advisory, particularly in my part of the my part of the town in my part of the city. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be experiencing this uh, snowstorm, allegedly, that's supposed to be uh, coming to my city uh, later on today, which today happens to be Saturday. A lot of uh, if you get information on this weather storm depending on uh which side of the uh which side of the, the wind is blowing is it blowing on your face is it blowing uh, on your backside depending on where you get your information from depending on depending on your uh, local weatherman or your nationwide weatherman the, the nationwide weatherman is that a is that a a term is that a title anyway a lot of people are predicting anywhere from four to five inches i've heard one weatherman say that heard another weatherman there's a possibility we can get seven feet uh seven uh, inches of snow which is huge that will really shut my city down because my city is is not known for handling winter weather like other cities okay uh, a lot of cities in the particularly in the northern area, in the northern region, New York, Buffalo, Boston, um, in those areas handle winter weather a lot better than we we do. They have more resources, more experience, more personnel out there. And um, also in my city, uh, I was watching the local news and they was talking about how this COVID break is even affecting the people out there that uh, help us uh, help help us drive a little bit better and safe and safer when because it's not the snow that that we really worry about uh, it's the ice and uh, there's a lot of salt trucks that's gonna they're already spraying this this substance before the the snow gets here and then when the snow hits the streets and the snow mushes and when it gets cold that snow turns into ice where they're already spraying this substance on the street uh they said quote if they spray it uh too early the rain is going to wash this substance off and it's really not going to uh, uh help anyone particularly handling driving in ice and snow and things of that nature. So they uh, they just now spraying it. So when whenever I see salt trucks or whenever I see those uh, trucks that spraying that substance, that substance that's telling me that uh, snow is, is pretty much on its way and it's coming. Now, is it coming in a major way or is it coming uh, normal? Uh, no one knows, but uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys, I pay attention of my surroundings and also pay attention of what people would say. Uh, like I said, weather men or, and weather women, men and women are predicting that we're going to have this snow. Okay. So that's one phase, you know, 
And whether men always, whether men and women always say that, what they're not called weather men or weather women, aren't aren't they called meteor meteor meteorologists? Is 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 that the correct terminology for predicting or guesstimating the weather? I I, I don't know, um, but anywho, uh, that's one phase that I go through to determine whether or not we're going to have uh, snow. And whether or not the snows are gonna, uh, the streets are gonna be bad. Another phase is uh, if you see snow trucks. I mean, well, salt trucks and and that uh, truck that sprays a foreign substance. You see them out and about. That's another phase that indicates to me that we may have some snow coming along the way. So that raises my attention and my awareness that we're gonna probably have snow sometime today or tomorrow. You know. And then the final phase is when you go to a grocery store, I don't know what grocery stores you have in your area, but in my area, Publix, Walmart, uh, Kroger, Target have some food there, uh, Whole Foods, uh, no matter where you go to, you start seeing parking lots full of cars. I mean, there's so many, if you if there's so many parked cars in parking lots and you have to drive around a couple of times just to find just to find a parking space, not to find a decent parking space or not to find uh, some, a parking space that's closer to the store, just to find a parking space, that should just tell you that, yes, something definitely is coming, okay? Um, to me, I went out shopping yesterday and the struggle was real going into a lot of these grocery stores and just finding a parking space then making your way into the grocery store and just finding the items that you're looking for and now you have to make substitutions on the fly um they may not have the right eggs you may want uh, that you may want they may not even have eggs at all bread or milk or any of that stuff so when when I feel like this is a perfect storm for us this year, we're going to have bad weather. All right. And most of these stores are not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be able to handle the supply and the demand because of not a lot of people willing to work at these locations. Either they don't pay enough or they're just not their cup of tea or, you know, they got something else going on. Uh, pr pretty much where they don't necessarily have to work. You know, maybe they have unemployment benefits. Uh, maybe they're maybe the the the, the government they, they they're they're making they're they're living their best life through government services and things of that nature, or something is really going on with them where they can't right now work and it's a temporary phase. But either way. It's the struggle is real for grocery stores because they can't meet the supply and demand. They don't even have the supply. They don't even have the employees to meet the demand. Therefore, the struggle is going to be real for a lot of these grocery store places. So if you're in one of these areas that's going to have the, the storm front, uh, I suggest to go in with the realization of it, it's going to get bad in here. You know, uh, calm down if you don't 
can't find a parking space. If you do find a parking space, calm down if you can't uh, find a buggy or a cart or hand basket and be aware and be understanding that the majority of the stuff that you have on your groceries list, you may not even find it. They may not even have it. There's no need to ask anyone, do they have the merchandise in the back? Uh, all that merchandise, if it's here, it's already on the shelf. And be prepared for long lines. Be prepared for huge delays, okay? So um, it's, it's just the struggle is real on, on that part, okay? Uh, and that's all, that's all I got to say on surviving the winter storms 2022, all right? So another thing I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to talk about it and let you guys know last week was I watch the Matrix, the new Matrix movie. I don't know if it's called Res Reservations or I forgot the name. Starts with an R. I apologize. I watched it, and let me give you a huge, a huge background. I watched all three installments of the Matrix uh, trilogy uh, in the movie theaters on DVD, on television. All three movies uh, are amazing, groundbreaking uh, movies, okay? And they introduced a lot of things um, in, ho in Hollywood and how they make movies and things of that nature. Had a great cast with Keanu Reeves. Um, oh, I forgot his name. Oh my God, the older guy. Oh, uh, shoot. I don't forgot his name. It's going to come to me. Uh, matter of fact, he, he was also in Boys in the Hood. Um, darn. I had his I had his last name in the back of my mind, and all of a sudden, I, I, I lost it. Do you ever have that where you have something and you recall something, and just when you try to pull it from the back of your brain, you lose it again? Uh, I have that a lot that, that goes on with me, but uh, nevertheless, you guys know who I'm talking about. If I keep talking, his name will, will, will ring bells. Um, he was also in the John Wick movies. I believe he's in uh, the second one or the third. Uh, John Wick has three movies, right? Yeah, I think John Wick has three movies. I'm not I'm not 100% sure on that. I don't know what's going on with me. But anyway, uh, and I had his name again and I lost it because I was thinking about the John Wick movies. Uh, Jesus, man, it's one, of, it's one of those days, guys. Uh, I apologize. But anyway, they have an amazing cast, um, amazing scripts, uh, amazing technology, and the way how they, um, uh, the, the cinematography, it's top notch on the on on the Matrix movies, and you saw a custom of a glimpse, a glimpse or a custom of all that in this new in this newest movie. They got the same director who directed the other three movies. Um, to 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 make to say this to understand this movie. And to not give up, give away a lot of details because um, I know there's a lot of people out there that probably haven't watched the movie. I watched it on HBO Max. Um, in a nutshell, it's a love story. 
between Trinity and Neo. All right. Uh, it's a love story that has other uh, subplots that try its due diligence to uh, to stick with the main story. And sometimes during the movie, it, it, it makes sense. And other times in the movie, it really doesn't make sense, in, in my opinion. Uh, the script was okay. The direction where they was going with this movie was okay. How they directed was okay. But it was just subpar. You know, when you, when you watch the Matrix, the older Matrix movies, you can see the groundbreaking attention to detail uh, type of theme in all three of those movies, all right? And they tried and they experimented with the newest movie, like going through portals, like uh, going through portals, through reflections and mirrors. I thought that was pretty decent, pretty dope. Uh, the, some of the fighting scenes were pretty decent, pretty dope. The gun scenes were okay, but you can tell the majority of this movie was filmed in a studio, all right? And the one thing I liked about the older Matrix movies, it was a, it was a blend of studio and location, okay? Uh, on top of the martial art fighting, um, the this, 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 uh, the the way they film it, the gunplay, the dialogue, the special effects, all that jazz. I mean, it that's what made the movies great. The it was the others that made the movie great besides the script, the premise, and the ideal. And um. The, interest, the, the interesting characters that were introduced in uh, in the three movies of The Matrix, uh, I thought that was I thought that was top notch and pretty dope. Um, now Jada Pickett Smith uh, is is in this movie as well, um, and this, the this the makeup on Jada Pickett Smith was pretty dope. I, I kind of like that concept. I kind of like how they introduced her into the story. That was pretty dope. But the movie itself, it, to me, after watching it, and I had to watch it twice, coming away from the movie, I just felt like the movie was losing something. It was missing something. Lawrence Fishburne. I knew I can get his name. Lawrence Fishburne, uh, which coincidentally, he was not in uh, this newest Matrix, but he wore, but he was in the older Matrix movies, and he's also uh, in John Wick. All right. Now I don't know why Lawrence Fishburne was not, but uh, in, in a way they introduced Lawrence Fishburne's character. Uh, I forgot the actor who uh, played his uh, character. He he he's a lot younger. Um, <clears throat> he's just trying to figure himself out. Oh, I apologize for that. He's just trying to fi uh, fi uh, he's just trying to figure himself out. He wasn't a complete. And I forgot Lawrence Fishburne's character name. You know, when you watch the older Matrix movies, Lawrence Fishburne, his character is more seasoned, more veteran. Uh, understands uh, the mission, understands the journey, and and, and all that. Um, 
But uh, in this newest movie, he's 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 slowly but surely trying to figure his way and trying to figure himself out. All right. And there's a reason why he's doing that. And uh, Neo uh, was kind of Neo didn't understand the full potential of himself nor Trinity. I'm not going to go into full details about it. You have to watch the movie for yourself. Uh, there were some decent concepts. Uh, the love triangle, the romantic part between Neo and Trinity, that was pretty dope. Um, and the and everything else is pretty dope. But to me, uh, I felt like this movie was missing something. And it wasn't Lawrence Fishburne. It, it just... Um, it was just missing something. And two, <clears throat> excuse me. When you do these, uh, when you do these trilogies, um, you're always trying to chase the momentum from the first movie. Okay. You have the first movie. It's a hit. It's a blockbuster. It's a blast. It's a cult sensation. Then two just adds on top of one. And then, Whenever you do a third movie from this, uh, 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 from this world, it, it it always comes off as well. It's missing something. It's not as good as the first one, and you know, but it did uh, close a lot of storylines and a lot of ideas and a lot of what ifs and things of that nature. Um, to me in this newest movie uh, I felt like the third when they did the third Matrix movie it answered a lot of our questions okay and it left us with more questions and I felt like with this newest movie they uh, they just built on top of it and it was like a what if type of scenario what if um, Nobius which that's Lauren Fishburne's character what if Nobius uh, didn't know who he was and trying to find his way? What if uh, Neo uh, is, 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 is in a world and he doesn't even know his full potential or what he, or what he truly is? What if Trinity is, you know, is, is with a new life and has kids? Which, by the way, if you paid attention to the older um, Matrix movies, you know, Trinity always talked about being, you know, uh, having children. You know, it was in subtle talks. It wasn't the main premise of any talks or discussions or conversations. And sometimes that conversation would, ble would bleed into other actors wondering about Trinity. What if Trinity... If, what if you know Trinity was more of this instead of that, um, and you you got to uh, understand that with um, with the with the latest movie, the newest movie from uh, the Matrix. But uh, overall, I just felt like this movie was missing something. And yes, I know the third rendition of a uh, of a major movie or the fourth or the fifth rendition of a major movie, it doesn't hit the same like it did when it first was introduced to all of us. Uh, I know that premise is there, but to me, 
this newest Matrix movie, it really didn't answer a lot of questions. And a lot of people felt like it sort of ended the chapter and that's that. Uh, I felt like the chapter was already ended. There's nothing more you can say or do in this world. And it ended on three, in my honest opinion. Now, a lot of hardcore Matrix fans would tell you uh, it should have ended on the second one. And the only reason come, they made the third one because the studio had, knew they had a blockbuster on their hand. And it was all about money. And the story was pretty much wrapped up. And they just added, they just um, delayed what ultimately was, was going to happen regardless. So uh, to me, the Matrix movies, the, the fourth Matrix movie, it was, it was okay. But you can tell it was missing something. It was just simply missing something. And uh, I felt like if I, I felt like the, it never reached its potential from, it definitely didn't reach the original one the OG one. The second one, it ne it didn't even get to that point. And the third one, it just about got there, but I still think the, the, the third rendition was better than the fourth one, okay? So, uh, I feel like, look, they should... Uh, there's nothing left... There's nothing left to say in this in the Matrix universe unless uh, they, you know, do a bunch of spinoffs, um, maybe uh, go into a deep dive of and i keep forgetting uh jada pickett smith's character maybe they want to go that way with it uh but there's really nothing left to say or left to do or left to discuss or talk about in this matrix movie so yeah that uh i wanted to tell you guys about that i got sort of you know uh busy but you know it is what it is okay so uh what else? Uh, I like to appreciate everyone that have been uh, paying attention and listening to I'm Chris Down One podcast. Uh, I'm gonna be doing some big things uh, with this podcast in 2022. Uh, the reason why I never gotten to this point because I wanted to find my audience, and it took over a hundred episodes to finally find some. I found some of my audience, okay? Uh, I would love to, and the one thing I wanna do moving forward, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to do it, is do have more episodes. Maybe have, you know, three episodes a week, okay? And the thing about that is, it when, when you look, when, when I'm looking at these episodes, it takes like five to six days for the majority of my audience just to listen to one episode. And I feel like sometimes if I create another episode, it, it hurts the viewership on the original episode. And it really hurts the, um, the listening. I shouldn't say viewership because... You're not actually viewing these episodes. You're listening to these episodes. So it hurts the listeners who listen to the first episode of the week. And now if, when you try to do a second and a third one, that audience is going to be hurt as well. So uh, I really want to do this uh, three times a week. 
and we just gonna have to wait and see uh but a lot of this is really not going to happen unless uh you guys uh i need your help i need you guys to share this content with your friends family and followers i need you guys to subscribe and to support uh the podcast and i need you guys to write uh, particularly on iTunes and on Spotify, they have a questionnaire on the podcast and um, or, or a rating system of the podcast. And the more you got, and the more of you guys that rate this podcast, particularly on iTunes, the more and more coverage and the more and more ears start listening to this podcast now on spotify it's like a trivia type of situation but i think it's only introduced on the app i don't know how it works on any other um device uh but if if there's a survey on it i, I would like for you guys to uh you know answer the survey and that uh believe it or not that sparks and generates a lot of listeners to the podcast. Um, now the anchor app is like, uh, you know, you just, just watch it. I mean, well, listen to it, just listen to it. And, um, there's, I think it's like a clap emoji on the bottom of it. You just hit that clap button a couple of times and support and support the movement that way as well. But, um, I mean, that's that's all I got for this week, guys. Uh, I will see you next week. And so far, so good. No days off, okay? Uh, we pretty much have made it through what? Okay, we made it through December. Uh, January, we're going to make it through. And if we make it past January, that'll be two months straight where we haven't skipped uh, uh, an episode. Okay, and I really do uh, appreciate that. Now, uh, it do falls on Saturday, so um, that's a good thing. Well, anyway, guys, it's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag or boast. I'm coming through. I'm coming to you live from coast to coast. It's your boy. I'm about to here. See you guys next week. Outro. 